back to your favorite show and mine. It's Two Kims. One Pod. I'm your host, Peter Kim. And this is your other host, Unji Kim. And this is our pod. Let's get right into it. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, this has been a interesting week for me. Yeah. I um I found out. Well, I don't even want to I don't want to go into that yet. I don't want to go what? into um I don't want to go into work stuff. Like I feel like you and I, when we talk, like we go like straight into work stuff. This is and true. like I don't know if people are excited about that, like to talk about work stuff, you know, like. Okay. Really? People don't want to hear about. That's like one of my favorite things to do, which is. Like, <laughs> it's, it's truly it's one of my favorite things to do is to gossip, count other uh-huh. people's money and talk about work. Like, what are you when talking do you about? Ever do, when do you get to count other people's money? I do it all the time. What, how, are you a cashier? No. I mean, you know, when like people that you tangentially know are spending money. I like to count their money like that. Like, it, like, like you see their Venmo receipts and you're <laughs> no. like, mm, no, but you know when, is, like, people, uh, has some expendable income. Yeah. Like kind of like that. Like, you know, people that you know tangentially and like kind of know about their um, like job circumstances and their like mm. relationships. And then they're like going on really big vacations or <laughs> um, buying things and like kind of being, you know, it's not necessarily that you're being flashy. Like you, I have to investigate sometimes, but. And you love to, you love to dig in. Yes. To see like to how much they're spending, where yes. they're staying, how what many star job, resort it is. Exactly. What's kind of job they're doing. Does someone, did their spouse or something get a big promotion? Like, are they living out of their means? Yes. A financial sleuth. I yeah. Think, yeah. <laughs> in the, in your recent sleuthing, have you found out anything that really shocked you about a friend or or an acquaintance that you were sleuthing on? Yes. Uh, not that. That not, took like... so long to answer. Oh my god! Who are you talking? Who are you thinking about? I need to know full name. Who are you talking about? Okay. Well, it, you don't have to tell me. But was it like a nice surprise, or you're like, oh, that's where you went? No, or I mean, like, I, the, hmm. the the calculations I was making meant that the financial circumstances. Are much better for this person, or than, than you once thought. Than I once thought, or okay, which is thing. often the case, as you know, Peter. Uh, instead of the creative arts, oftentimes it's much more that their family is helping them. Like I've done the math, yes. I've I've crunched the numbers, and there's no way that they can make this work. There's I've done the numbers. They're crunching the numbers. I'm crunching you've, the numbers. You've gone to their IMDb. <laughs> you see what they're booked. I know you what the rates are. You cross-referenced it onto their webs, uh, their website and their bio, and you're and like, okay, what jobs have you had? And I've cross-referenced it with the SAG rates, given the, like <laughs> the SAG minimums. Yes, SAG minimums, mm-hmm. and even even guessing that they might have gotten over because of mm-hmm. the, the work history. Uh huh. Is that the math is not mathing? So then I have okay. to. And then I have to say, where's this money coming from? And then oftentimes, as you know. And then you go back to like a Christmas or a Thanksgiving post. And and the island is too long. The the island is too damn big. And so I have to. (laughs) (laughs) If you've spent your winter holidays in the U.S. or British Virgin Isles, your parents Mm -hmm. are helping you out creative. And it's it's fine. And it's fine. But I love to do this, Peter. I have to know. I, 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's such a it's such a disgusting little habit. But you know what? I did not grow up, I'm obsessed. I didn't grow up with this kind of money. I need to know. No. I want to know. You have How to be prepared. 
How do I, I when when I become generational wealth? How do you. I spend? How do I vacation? How am I going to supplement my child's creative pursuits? Yes. Like, I mean, I need to know. <laughs> Your oh my god! Your kids are gonna be so incredibly so. Your kids are gonna be the kids in improv class that every the other Asian kids look at and be like, "Fuck you!" Yes, you fucking nepo baby bitch. <laughs> I mean, I hope, but they're not. I mean, no one in my family. I is. hope I could have some nepo babies. I hope one day I could nepo some fucking babies. I want to. It's nepo. getting so hard. We're getting everything's getting choked. The the fucking proverbial belt is getting tightened everywhere. There's no room for the rest of us. Well, there's, yeah, there's it's nepo, nepo or nothing. It's nepo or nothing. And, and the thing is, like, the nepo baby, I, I do want, I, I guess in my heart of hearts, like, you kind of hope that they'll nepo, but I just know that they won't. Like, I am being abusive What, that enough. they won't take care, they won't ask you for help, or that they won't go into the same or similar um, vein of career? I don't think they'll go into the same vein of career, mm. one, um, because I will be abusive enough and to prevent this from happening. And, yeah, um, <laughs> or you've already or, started the horror stories. Exactly. And you I, see I, this residual check. <laughs> this is what I'm looking for. <laughs> I go, I go. Oh my god! I almost you know, coffee you, all over my fucking computer desk. Oh my I gosh! Caught it last minute like a fucking lemur. Holy lemur? Shit. Are lemurs known for that? Reflexes? Agile. They have prehensile tails. I know about the prehensile tail. I didn't realize their agility was like so yeah, preternatural. <laughs> okay, maybe not in lemur. I don't know a gazelle. Okay, what we do have, kind we of do animals? To, we do need to put an SAT word alert on this episode. We use prehensile and preternatural. Uh, <laughs> someone needs to go to each of our respective homes and kick us in the butt. So yeah. sorry, SAT <laughs> word warning. Trigger alert. On Wait, this hold on. Episode. Let me put on my glasses first before you punch me in the face. Trigger <laughs> alert. Um, I know. Our, we do tend to use our SAT words a lot because you know why? It's been fucking drilled into our goddamn craniums mm -hmm. from our SAT prep traumas. Yes. And it's never going to leave. And we have to use it somehow. You know, even till this day, I have a dictionary app because I'm like voracious for vocabulary. Voracious. Shut up. <laughs> Go home, Roger. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I will say the return on that SAT word uh -huh. investment was not, is has, has not really worked out for me. Like, I've never. No way. No way. No, no way. I don't no. believe it. What do you mean it hasn't worked out for you? Like, do as I, in what? You don't use big words anymore? What do you, you're always using fucking nice yes, words. Yes, but it's not, it's not helping me. Is that helping you out it of here? It does help you. It what? does help you because when you use it on our podcast, people go, oh, my God, I had to look up that word. Thank you, Unji. <laughs> you are – I mean, it might not be helping you directly, That's but it's helping I mean. other – It's helping your fans. It's given me no – I have received I – can, I, I can be certain that my knowing, like, I would say 1,500 more words that I really need to know, right? <laughs> Has helped me in zero ways. I've made zero dollars off of it. If anything, I've actually gotten negative dollars because the fact that I Why? use a certain the fact that I use the word surfay. You mean survey? A, no. S <laughs> the way you said no to me. <laughs> you look like you were gonna fucking slap me with your Kumon book. <laughs> now. <laughs> 
S U R. I don't even know if how you how you pronounce it. S U R F E I T. It's one of I remember. This is one of the first ones when like you know when the the words are starting to really word and like implant themselves in your brain. Oh, yeah. My first, first word of words was apiary. Oh my god! Because of the apiary? A. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I do remember apiary. Yeah. I mean, it was a dream of mine to have an apiary. Oh, I still one. <laughs> yeah. Mother, may I? A solarium next to an apiary. Apiary? Yes. yes. <laughs> I just want to live in like a barren uh, Tim Burton wooded forest in like. Wait, a you want a great garden? You want a great garden I, situation? Yeah, I want to be Edie. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Sir Fates. Surfe. I don't know. I think it's a French root, so it's surfe, like parfait. S u r f e i t, and it means a surplus. So the fact that I know this oh, word, okay. exactly, it's a stupid fucking word to know. It's implant. It's occupying space in my mind that could be well served. You, I don't know, learning stuff about science. Why do I know this word? Truly, like I. It'll it come has, in one, one day. It will come into. It, it, you'll need it. One day when someone like the earth is about to get bombed and they're like, wait, where's the room? Wait, wait, which room do we have to go into to get more missiles for WW3? And then one says like, I don't know, um, room. And the other one says surfate missile room. And you're like, that's the one. (laughs) This is where all the surplus is. is And then you're going to fucking save the world. You're going to save the world. Absolutely. Like an unhinged missile producer is like, <laughs> which room is it? The one that says room or surface room? <laughs> G Kim comes out of the shadows. I know I... this word. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's like so many words actually mean other things. There's so few words that it's like a, that there's like a singular word to describe it. And there's yeah. like the obscure word that no one knows, and then there's a word that everyone uses. It me it it really brings you nothing but like a pretentious joy. Glares, yeah, yes. exactly. Glares a- from the normies. Pretentious joy to know the obscure word, and it really doesn't help you. That's outside of this- all we have in this life. <laughs> That's all we have left, you and I. We have no nepo uh, possibilities. No, actively, a- a- actively, the opposite. Like we have it's negative like nepo. Ne- negative nepo. Energy. Our family hurts us from getting jobs. <laughs> Actively hurt. Actually. I was literally writing this thing about how I've like received no support from anybody. Like, like, like you know, it's a sort of the support of your family and friends. Like, you know, nothing. nothing. So no, I was put in a baby Bjorn, and even that Bjorn snapped in half. Yeah. No support. <laughs> people trying to drag me down like uh-huh. i've never received the support so it's this the idea of nepo i guess maybe the fact i don't know in my mind i truly I, peter let, tell me if you agree like our brains are so deranged and so damaged from like having no support no um like favors no nepo energy in our lives mm. at all that for a me, kind touch a kind touch Nothing. for me watching someone whose parent supports them i'm like this disgusting. Bitch. Yes, disgusting. I'm like you. Let you me tell you, our friend Jonathan. Uh huh. Our friend Jonathan Giuseppe and I have this ro- long running joke, where um, not even a joke, like a, a bit where, when we we recently went to a friend, uh, a fellow gays, solo show. Okay. And 
the texting front, his name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the front row was populated by not one, but both of his biological parents. Wow. His siblings. Like, wow. Grandma. They wow. were like cheering <gasps> and like standing ovation, like starting the standing ovation, like tears falling from their eyes. Not from shame. Pride? Pride. The Another P word that we do not, <laughs> Koreans deign not speak out loud. We... <laughs> and me and Jonathan just looked at each other. We we're like, there's no way I could ever respect this person. Yes! No way! No there's way! There's no way. Because... I guess if you come from wealth or privilege or power or whatever, you're always or a loving to family. That. Yeah, or loving family. Yeah, that's <laughs> also priv- emotional privilege. Yes, <laughs> you're always going to. Uh, Unji, the ways that you and I have been slighted, just entering into this world, we were meant to be bitter. Like, there's we could we catch a break? Anyway, um, the amount that your parents love you and support you and in front row um clap out loud and cry in pride there's never a day that i'm going to respect your art i won't i can't there's just no way it's like looking at um i mean i love jamie lee curtis but Mm -hmm. i guess jamie lee curtis is a bad example because she's she's (laughs) so great good stuff who's like (laughs) I don't know Scott Can's son, you know what I mean? That like douchey guy from the '90s who's like now in all these like FBI procedurals. Anyway, Scott. Oh, Kahn. James Can's son. Yeah, yeah. James Can's yeah. son, yeah, Scott Can. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> I know, and we've talked about this. We're bitter comedians, and we hate when uh, comedians have rich parents. But like, that's ninety nine percent of comedians. Ninety nine. So like, what are we gonna yes. do? Yes. There's a form a coalition of poors. And guess what? It's we just formed it. It's this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's us and Dave Attell. That's yeah. it. No, I'm kidding. I don't but, know if he comes from money. No, he I, I think he probably I, does. <laughs> His no, father I mean, owns Emerson. <laughs> There's a bunch of people. There are a lot of comedians, especially in the stand-up world, and I think now uh, there is there is there are attempts, I think, um, and efforts within the community to have a certain amount of diversity of thought and social class. I think it's something that has um, hopefully been a part of the sort of post-racial reckoning that happened, you know. But like that diversity to me is so much is so much more meaningful. Because at the end of the day, you know this, Peter, even the token diversity uh, people or t- t- that sort of thing that happens oftentimes, those people, those diverse hires are also oftentimes very affluent as well. Like even if they got connected in, even got, getting in the door, they're like, can you find the black? And they're like, um, I saw one like near my cul-de-sac. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Like, Remember I when Second City, second- when I was at Second City, they were like, we don't have any um, Asian understudies or black women understudies. So, like, can you go out there to, like, I don't know, the colleges and find your own understudies? <laughs> it's, like, very that energy of, like, oh, I don't know. There, 
Like that and person. Then, and and that's the thing is then oftentimes these people are looking around in their own environs, you know, like mm-hmm. their country clubs, their Ivy League schools, and it's <laughs> the people that are there. And yeah. it's oftentimes, you know, other people of color that are coming from very privileged backgrounds. And again, right. that doesn't diminish anything. None of this Nepo stuff actually diminishes your talent or anything like that. Okay. But yes. Okay. I it is. I agree. Their their talent wins out. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Sure. But apples to apples, like you're not getting seen if you're not Nepo'd in, That's right? right? The other thing, though, okay, Nepo babies are crying about, like, don't diminish what what it took for me to become Dakota Johnson or whatever the fuck, right? (laughs) I get that. I understand. (laughs) But what about the people that did it without, you know, fucking Melanie Griffith or whoever, you know, Meg Ryan, whoever your mom was? Melanie Griffith. What about those people who made it without that? Should we give them more awards then? Because no. they didn't get a leg up. I think so. You think they should get I a think special so. award? I think you should be a special award if your mom had nothing to do with your fucking profession. What's that I award? Do. What's that award going to be called? Fucking extra credit award. Or like <laughs> A plus student award. Something. Good job I for Peter valid- Kim award. Yeah. I want validation for doing it against your will. Okay. You tried to stop me. But I came through. I tricked you. It's like me trying to scale your castle and you've been pouring hot fucking oil down the damn ladders and I still made it up to the turret. All right? I should not only get to kill you, I should fucking eat, I don't know, parade around. Get a little around. extra something. Yeah, get a little extra yeah. something. A prize. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is for us? Fucking Nepo babies. We won't diminish you. How about you put us up in a pedestal then? <laughs> Bitch. Give me a little, just a little something extra. Maybe there should be a SAG rate that's like for, like if someone in your family. Non-Nepos. Non-Nepo. The non-Nepo rate. My minimum scale should be higher if my yes. dad doesn't have a trust for me. Or wasn't like in the industry at all. Yeah. Like, you know, like I just need a non-Nepo rate. Maybe that's good. That's good. Or like at least be like fucking what's his name and change your goddamn name. Emilio Estevez. You know what I mean? (laughs) Have a little fucking pride. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to all the Nepo babies listening to the podcast. I I know. We are sorry. We support you. We support your support (laughs) of us. Thank you very much. Um, Going back to it, we are shameless. Thank you, Nepo. (laughs) Any Nepo people listening. All right, so wait. You throw you your saying, Nepo you... dollars at our Nepo um, <laughs> Patreon. That'd be great. Please. <laughs> so, <laughs> going back to it. Tell me about your week, Peter. Oh, I had a, um, I had a weird week. I was, I'm working on a couple of things, as you know. Um, mm-hmm. Two projects. One is in the middle. One is at the end. The project at the end is called Kim Spa. It is a multicam pilot that I wrote almost five years ago. And it's been in development since 2019 yeah. um, and with ABC first and now at NBC. And it's come to the final moments where I mm-hmm. was told that the HBIC of NBC yes. content, yes. Yes. Susan Rovner, 
is reading my pilot. Are you saying pilot. her name fully? Okay. <laughs> what? She, okay. People know who she is. Okay. It's, she's Googleable. She's apparently, I am told she's reading my pilot. This, like literally as we speak right now, as, as we're podcasting. As, have, we're, as we're goofing around, screaming about Nepo babies, oil and turrets. <laughs> this woman is reading the words of Peter Kim on her yacht, yes. I'm assuming. No, not on a yacht. It's it's January. <laughs> on, a, on a balcony overlooking this, uh, up in the hills, <laughs> overlooking yeah. The valley of all the have-nots, as she has. Yeah, she has this. <laughs> yeah. And she, I don't know if she has, well, I'm sure she's the head of NBC. I'm sure she has this. But she, um, I don't know anything about her except like what I read in the news and mm-hmm. see on whatever public stuff. But uh, she seems cool. Uh, she seems very smart. So I'm hoping she likes my script. Yes. And they, she decides to green light a pilot. And I'm supposed to find out literally tomorrow. So when I tell you the number of candles lit in this house right now, it is a (laughs) fucking fire hazard. Crystals strewn about everywhere. Like we are are sending energy, listeners. We're sending energy today. Prayers, thoughts, whatever the fuck you do. Positive energy. Send it. Positive, positive energy. We're sending it right now. Just a moment. Okay. Yes. All right. Anyway, so that, you know, obviously I've been fucking in um, pins and needles, on pins and needles the whole time. I'm like, oh yes. my God, is she reading it? Did she read it yet? I don't know. How do I? What? <laughs> so I'm trying to not think about it. Uh, and at the same time, this other project that I'm working on, which is in the middle of it, is about to implode. So I, um, <laughs> it, it's been a very stressful week. And how's your week? Um, my week has been decidedly less stressful, but um, <laughs> that's good. I mean, that's nice. What's that like? <laughs> I mean, it's not like so much. It's much less actual <clears throat> stress. I don't know. Like you know, I am. I have a young child. I uh, did my first headlining set this past week. <gasps> yeah. Um, okay. Tell us all the deets. Where was it? How long did you do? I did thirty minutes. Okay. Which was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> what? Okay, go back, go back, go back. You, um, what was the venue? Uh, at Chuck. It's the, it's like a Chicago underground comedy. It's at the okay, kitchen. Gotcha. Awesome. Okay, so yes. you're doing it at a comedy club. It's 30 minutes. How did yes. it go? It went bad. But like, not in a, <laughs> <laughs> But it, it went bad in a way no. that was... It was like, man, I don't know. It was bad, but it was also, I, I knew It sounds like it, was it wasn't a crush. It, it sounds like it a wasn't crush. a crush. That's why you think it was bad. Cause that you and I are the same. If we don't crush, it's bad. It, We're I very not, like one zero about that. Yes. But I will say what felt good about the bomb was that I had, I knew why I was bombing. Like I really went up there. I was very discombobulated. My set wasn't really worked out. My bits were very um, disjointed. I couldn't get a rhythm going because I didn't have the shit in my brain. Because also, this is the other. How did thing, you structure Peter. your set? Did you do? Did you start off with new, or did you start off with like tried and true, and then sprinkle in some new? What was the structure? Peter, I did thirty minutes of new material. <laughs> <laughs> Like some of the things I had never said out loud. Like why? You know I mean? Why? You're why? 
Why? Because I, I don't, you know, I mean, like, because. You're headlining. <laughs> how many comics before you? How many, how many, well, what was three the Three comics, three comics before me. Okay, um, each doing like what, like eight minutes or something? Ten, yeah, yeah, ten. So the, the person before me did, I think, 15. So. It's a lot of, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's whatever. Some of the things I truly have was saying out loud for the first time. And, okay. and the thing is like the other stuff that was new had, I had done in a 10 minute chunk that I knew worked, but I couldn't mm-hmm. get the rhythm going because I was, I had fucked up the order so I could pad time. And, Ugh. you know, I was, it was just, it was an, an, an egregiously hubristic move to yes. do 30 minutes of new material of stuff that I also and, didn't have in my bones. Like, I, I was, like, looking yeah. at notes. And at like, no point you, like, decided to be like, okay, this is not working. Go back to, like, um, sun eating out, shit out of your hand or whatever. Like, you, you didn't no. – there was no, like, moment where you were like, okay, go back to the stuff that works. No. You were like, I, just keep ship. doing new stuff. I never abandoned ship. I just kept digging oh my myself God. the grave, baby. And so, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> because I wanted to know what worked, I wanted to know because yeah. it's like and I, you're not going doing open mics. I'm not doing open mics like this, so okay. I just needed to know where I'm getting the teehees, where there was juice in the. But bits. you didn't like, want to get give like five minutes of top of like hot gold, and then like get get into some new stuff, and then like. Let me tell you something. I started <laughs> off the set. So with a with a stutter, I started off the set with like a, a little stutter step. So I was kind of like already off balance. I mean, there was like some there was there was there were some parts that were fine. And like I knew that if I had settled into it and didn't keep returning to my bit and just did my old material. Yeah, the, fi- uh-huh. the set would have been fine, but I would have uh-huh. learned nothing. I would have learned nothing about the new material I'm trying to do. I would have learned nothing. No, my As, point is, could you have learned, like, instead of trying 30 minutes of new material, could you have tried 25? I'm sure, but that's... <laughs> like, why I, did you have to do, try out all 30, is my point. <laughs> like, I'm Peter, trying, because... I Peter, get because, that you're trying to work out material, but, like, why the whole 30 minutes of new instead of like because i because i'm not well because i'm a masochist because (laughs) once a cutter always a cutter i don't know like i just like i just truly (laughs) like i truly okay so how did they respond were they with Uh, you the whole time were they on your side even though you're not bringing hard punches are they still like we like her we're going along for the ride yes they were i mean the thing is like i mean like my like, however discombobulated and scatterbrained, I literally didn't have bits in my mind. Like, you know what? I knew I was fucking up. So I was just like, just try. I was just fucking up. Like, I was just like, well, I can't figure this out right now. I was just, it was like the mechanics of the whole thing were kind of like out the window. I just was fucking up. I, I, I literally can't tell you anything else outside of it. Like, I was What was up. the bit that, that like fizzled the worst? Oof. Um... I would say it was this bit that I have about how. <laughs> so I have this bit about how, like, if people you just listen to my set, people would think that I hate my husband and my child. 
And because um, they're like, you know, the way you talk about them, it seems like you don't like them. Like you want to get uh-huh. a divorce and you hate your child. And my friend was saying how since she's gotten to know me, she knows that's all a lie. Like this is just a mm. bit that I do on stage. And I am, in fact, actually in a very loving marriage and mm. I'm obsessed with my child. Mm. Um, and I was like, yeah, but of course, like what kind of psycho just says what they mean? You know what I mean? Like what? Like that? That like the idea that you would just be earnest like that—that's fucking crazy. Like uh, I was like, that's the bit where I was just kind of circling, and people were like, "What?" And I was like, "What? What?" Everyone just says what they mean, and they're being honest with themselves and others. Like that's crazy. Like, I was doubling down on it in a way that made me seem truly insane. <laughs> they're like, "Um, we paid to be here." <laughs> What is happening? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what kind of coastal nonsense is like being earnest? I'm like, we're playing, you know, like that's emotional checkers. Like in the Midwest, uh-huh. we're playing chess. And like, everyone's like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, I'll figure She's it out. But that was unhinged. the, it was unhinged, but that was the thing that I had the hardest time selling where people were like, what? And I yeah. think it was also because I had set it up strangely in the set because you know whatever i will say that i have a chunk new chunk about nepo babies that is kind of happening i know that it didn't do great at this set there but i know it's because of how i presented it and it's whatever but because otherwise it is a pretty strong bit um but speaking of nepo babies did i ever tell you about my story about apple martin no gwyneth's daughter correct uh-huh. So I, I don't care. This is a crazy. This is a story that I've told on stage a couple of times, but I never get it going really well because people are just don't know what to think. But this is a true story about when I went to go to see SNL live. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know, if people out there, if you're listening, you can't. You know, there's it's an actual show. You can be in the live studio audience. I was fortunate enough to go because we had friends who were writing on the show, mm-hmm. and, um. I went, and if you're in the studio audience, you're not allowed to bring any water. <gasps> like, no water. You cannot drink any water. You have to, it, like, the entrance to the studio audience is littered with bottles of water because you're not allowed to bring any in. And it is wow. so cold in a studio audience, as uh-huh. you know, because you just went to one. Like, it's cold yeah. and it's very dry. And, like, and you're waiting for a really long time. Like, imagine, mm-hmm. like, an hour where you're just waiting. And it's also very late. So, yeah. and you can't drink water? Like, I was drinking water out of the bathroom faucet. Like, pulling, <laughs> pulling it in my hand and sp- <laughs> spooning it into my mouth. That's how I was drinking water. I would, like, go to the bathroom, spoon it into my mouth, and then, like, like just wet my lips, basically. Yeah, like a damn vagrant. Exactly. Yeah. So, everyone is, like, thirsty like this, and we're grumbling. Because there's a lot of, like, tourists that go, and then there's, like, people like us, you know? And... Out of the corner of my eye, as I'm, like, fuming about this water situation. Um, Because, you know, I'm also in, like, a full fur coat. Because I've gone there because we're going to go out and to the after party afterwards, you know? Of course. So, like, you know, the fur is getting in my mouth. I'm parched. The face is beat, yeah. Yes. (laughs) But, you know, the fur is getting in my mouth. I'm parched. Whatever. So, out of the corner of my eye, I see this, like, blonde teen and her, like, brunette friend. Uh Like, you know, like, in in a mean girl duo, there's always one blonde, one brunette. Like, yeah, of course. It's like this. The, the main and the side. The, the, correct. And so <laughs> that's what's happening as I see them coming out of the corner of my eye and mm-hmm. they're both carrying like water bottles, like a swell <gasps> water bottle. Oh, no. That's right. Uh-oh. And they're being escorted out 
by yeah. a security guard for clearly for violating the rules, right? We yeah. all the number one it. rule, yeah. the number one rule, no water. And I see it, I'm like, oh, and you know, I love, I like w- watching other people's, you know, um, misfortune. So I'm like, oh, look at these bitches, <laughs> you know, like thinking about they're about to get thrown out. Yes, yeah. like uh, you know, I'm like looking around, like uh, looking at other people to be like. Isn't this crazy? Like these stupid yeah. bitches thought that they could get away with breaking the rules. Bitch, try lapping up water out of fucking yeah. faucet, huh? <laughs> so they go to the, they get to the entrance, and instead of being escorted out, they are allowed to sit at the entrance by <gasps> the soundboard and watch the show. VIP. I'm fuming. I'm fuming. Oh I can't God. stop looking. It's ruining the, my experience at the show because I'm fuming. I can't stop looking back. I mean, like, who the fuck are these? You bitches? hate it. You hate an obvious I, caste system. I hate. I hate yeah. this. Yeah. Now on weekend update, and I have no idea who these people are. And so on weekend update that week was a special guest. Her name was Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> so she's on the show, and then as the show progresses, there's a buzz behind me, and Gwyneth is at. The entrance. <gasps> She's come upstairs <gasps> to retrieve her rule-breaking girl. <gasps> and then that is fucking Apple Martin. That and blonde then, bitch. And her ugly, mousy-haired friend. Apple Martin and friend. Yeah. I'm sorry oh to friend. God. I don't know who you are. But yeah. Gwyneth and you're everyone. You're not Apple. Uh, you're not Apple. And so Gwyneth this comes in and everyone is buzzing like, oh, my God. This is Gwyneth, oh Gwyneth, Apple, Apple, Apple. Oh my and God. I, exactly. And I turn around and I'm fuming. To me, I'm like, this is evidence of the reason why we need to eat the fucking rich. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Apple Martin got to drink water because she's Apple Martin? I was like, everyone else was like, oh my God, wow, isn't it so cool? I'm like, why are we outraged? You no. are the reasons why we you should be pissed. Be- yes. Yeah. We, this is the reason why we continue to be trod upon. This is the reason why worker, we're not rising up. Like This is the reason why billionaires still exist. Because you think somehow they deserve to drink water. Yeah. You're voting against your fucking interests. Hey, thank you. Thank you. It drove me crazy. It would drive me fucking nuts. I, I would go... Like, I would make a fucking fuss. I would. I was, go, oh my god! I'm trying to like enlist. I'm like, don't you see how unjust this is? Like, we need to rise up. And everyone's like, oh my god! Like, she looks injustice so great. anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else is like, oh my god, when did this here? Like, no one else is paying attention to the injustice. Everyone else is like, oh my god, isn't this crazy? Like, celebrity, it was, celebrity. Oh celebrity. my god! I hope she touches me. Exactly. I'm like, no. She needs to pay for all of our waters that we have to discard. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's my story. But like, yeah. <laughs> so you well, went home pissed. I went and, home pissed. Yeah. No, I mean we went I to the that. after party and had a great time. But <laughs> was Apple Martin there? I don't know. Or Probably Gwyneth? not. Gwyneth was not. No. Gwyneth was no. not. Would you have said something if you got stank drunk to Gwyneth? Like, you know what? I respect you as a mother, but that's not how you raise children. Peter, I you know what? I will say I think it's really wonderful that you think I would have uh, spoken to her as opposed to screamed. <laughs> you at, like blackout drunk? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm yelling. I'm that. yelling. I'm throwing things. You're no, no, screaming no. sober, so yeah. <laughs> it, it's just going to get louder. But I mean, that was like that was my that was my experience with her, but that was my set. It was rough. I and the thing is I knew it was going to I knew it was going to be rough the way I was like very I lacked focus. Wait, you know, go back to why you told that story. Did you tell that story on stage? Yes. Okay, how did it do? It did okay. I usually, I was like trying to get the audience to scream, eat the rich. And it's like, they don't like to do that. (laughs) (laughs) 
They're like, I might become one one day. Exactly. This is the mm-hmm. this is the That's lie. The issue. That's this the is problem. The, and that is yeah. the issue. And like maybe the larger point is that like the fact that they won't agree. And I have to turn it back around. And, be like, and this is the reason why Apple Martin didn't die that day because we should have just as. <laughs> We should have drawn and quartered that bitch. We have, exactly. We should have gone together as a, as a population, as a mass, and been like, this is unacceptable. Yeah. No, no. And, and the thing is, I've never seen anybody else talk about it. I've never. And the thing is, the, the only reason why I brought it up was because it, there's recently been a lot of stuff inside of Dumois regarding Apple Martin's um, like behavior because she was gra- she graduated and she had been kicked out of another school because of her behavior. Oh, she's a bad girl. She's a bad girl. So, Ooh, I did not know that. She's exactly. a bad apple. Ooh. She's a bad apple. She's a bad you know, apple. One bad apple ruins the whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I was like, and I knew it. I saw her. And the thing is, this at this point she must have been fucking twelve. You know, like she oh. was not. And I guarantee those girls were not drinking water out of those swells. What do you think it was, vodka? So, like clearly, Some it was alcohol. Of, yeah, hundred percent. Tin. Yes. Titted. Yes. Yes. Because like, if I, I can't imagine, even if they had been regular girls and mm-hmm. they had just water on them, they would have just had the water taken away. But the fact that they were drinking, I had mm-hmm. to have been the reason why they started to be escorted out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Interesting. You know okay. what I mean? All so, right. I see where you're going. Uh-huh. So I'm just saying, I've seen it before. I knew, I, I called that bad apple, you know, back in the day. I knew yeah. it. I knew it. I saw it happening. So, I mean, like, so the bit was, it went okay. I knew, it was, you, you know this, Peter, that if you have a new bit, you kind of need to have the wording in your mind. Like, it's because it, yeah. even if you don't have it written out or you haven't, especially if you haven't done it a bunch, like, you need to be thinking about it mm-hmm. and the wording. And I wasn't. I was just, I'm very tired. I'm a new mom. I'm like, I, I have to also be kinder to myself. I was realizing, like, I'm really, um, I keep forgetting that I've had, just had a child. <laughs> yeah. And you decided to do 30 full minutes of new material. <laughs> I'm just truly <laughs> forgetting myself. I'm like, yeah, like what's I, like it's unhinged. I, I do yeah. keep fully, I fully forget that I've just had a child. That you just had a child. Yeah. That it's like I'm so that I, there are parts of my body that are still fully puffy from surgery. Yeah, your spleen is in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, like it's like my body is so like whoa, and I'm like, okay, we got to get out there. Okay, what yeah. legs are we hitting? Like, and do the hardest thing possible. Yes. <laughs> Like, I mean, just in terms of that is very you. That is very you. Because it's not even physically that it's difficult. It is like mentally taxing. Yeah. So I whatever. So that was that. It was humbling. But also I did learn a lot. So like it's helping the writing a lot because I have been writing a a bunch. So that's awesome. That is good. I mean, like, but it was a humbling, humbling experience. Let me tell (laughs) you. Comedy, never not humbling. Um, (laughs) Wait, Speaking of which. Yeah. I also I did a couple sets this week, um, one kind of like regular comedy show, okay. Which um, I also did some new material about, okay. Uh, I mean, on and my new stuff was about um, a friend that used to be like uh, me being a gay man, like um, the biggest tragedy in my life um, has been losing my straight girl bestie. Oh. Um, to her uh, new queer identity. So now she's not like a messy, stupid bitch anymore. She's like... A messy, you know, stupid queer. 
next stupid queer who's like I don't know fucking um in, in fights with her stud all the time and like oh. having, yeah so it 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 was um, a lamentation of how like I just need my straight girl besties to like stay in the closet a little longer yes it's me. true it's true yeah. just I mean, so I'm okay I mean um, that is yeah. actually any any straight women listening yeah um how are you. <laughs> I see you. I hear you. Stay messy just for a year longer. Yes. And also, like, there is no shame in being straight. Like, you, that's a gift. That actually, like, is important. You need to exist. You, you yeah. know? Yeah. Who else is going to be our Uber drivers? Anyway, I, um, I <laughs> did a second show that was... Defin- like definitively not a comedy sh- I mean yes comedy focused it okay. was actually hosted by two um second city veterans okay you you might know them from the old IO team the reckoning um oh, Holly who is Laurent this? Oh, okay. and uh Jet Eveleth. okay so Jet's host- in LA yeah yeah she's okay. been in LA okay. and they um host a salon Salon. Every month, a salon, mm-hmm. uh, at um, at a venue every month, and it's geared towards um, trying out new things. Okay. So like being experimental, being vulnerable, being like raw and unfinished. Like that's kind of the point of it to like bring okay. something to a, a mostly artist. I think it was all artists actually. There was, I don't think there are like randos, like, hey, like, because it's not a venue. It's like a private place. Okay. Um, I say long. I say long. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I printed out like eight pages of a story that I had kind of done before, but I was adding like new bits to it. Okay. <clears throat> and um, And I wrote it out. And the second I like printed it out, I was like, this is garbage. I hate this. I hate everything I wrote. Ooh, this is a waste of ink and paper. And um, I mean, the, the ink is expensive. That's where they get you. <laughs> it is the refills. <laughs> so I, I get there and I completely decide to do something different. Ooh. And I, I decide to tell a story that I've never told before. Um, like a brand new first time, but it's a story that's been like in my head since sure. you know forever. Yeah. Um, I've just never been able to like make it funny. Sure. You know, it's it's a very sad story about it, uh, 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 in my life. Okay. Um, I don't Peter, know. If it's I've like almost like you, you did. It's almost like a uh, you that experience right there. That's how mm. I did my set. <laughs> It's not supposed to be funny. I was like, oh, there's a story I've never told before that I've ne- I never yeah, tried yeah. because I haven't been able to make it funny. I was like, let me do it right now. Let me, yeah. <laughs> not at a salon, at a ticketed comedy club. <laughs> <laughs> You're way braver than I am. Um, but yeah, we did do, we kind of, I guess like we both like went out on the limb and like. What was the story? There. The story, I don't know if I've ever told you, but it's a story about my mom. Um. Uh, after she got divorced, she started seeing someone new, and she um, wanted to move move us all down to Virginia. Okay. Um, and I was adamant about not going uh-huh. um, because 
you know, we had just escaped sure. a bad dad. Like yeah. I, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want this new person in my life. You know, like yeah. whatever. I was 13. Anyway, um, it's, it's a long kind of like convoluted story, but it comes back to um, her deciding to go okay. and me deciding to do the unthinkable, which was live with my dad. And, um, you know, I guess like in my mind, like I was like, the devil, you know, yeah, you know, is better, um, which was the stupidest decision of my life. And it was by far the darkest year of my life. And yeah. it got really, really uh, difficult, uh-huh. emotionally, physically, all of it. And um, <clears throat> at that did, time, wait, did your brothers go to Virginia then? No, no, no. I only okay. had my brother, okay. Arlen. So Arlen was just with me the whole time. And um, <clears throat> so Arlen and you stayed with your dad. Yeah, my dad moved into the house. Okay. And my mom left. And I couldn't believe my mom had left. Yeah. You know, like I thought, I guess in my 13 year old brain, I was like, if I make enough of a stink, she won't go. Yeah. And she chose happiness, you know, and all my dad's family, like, vilified her and was like mm-hmm. how could you leave your children what kind of monster does that blah blah, yeah. blah. and i kind of was like yeah what kind of yeah. monster does that so i was in a very bad way and i was going from eighth grade to ninth grade yeah <laughs> so you it was like bronx science war, bronx science two yeah. and a half hour bus and train rides yes. to school each way so i was like this is it was the hardest time of my life and you know i, I didn't know how else to um like rebel at that time mm-hmm. <clears throat> so i started stealing yeah and making crank calls <laughs> so like that was like <laughs> my outlet and like i guess like me and my friends were like prank calling people prank calling each other whatever sure. like we were like getting each other and i mean this is also during it, the the heyday of the cranky anchor cranky yeah, crank anchors exactly yes, yes. and this was you know when people still were, were like new to beepers and stuff yes. like i mean was the, no it was in the phones. culture it was in the culture it's holler id was just like in its infancy it yes. was an exciting time to be a teen and have a phone yes yes and you know it was before star 69 you yes. know so like yeah a landline could really take you anywhere it was anywhere kind of, yeah, yes. yes and like especially when long distance was not a like thing anymore remember like mm-hmm. you had to pay extra for long distance calling like oh. Even, yes is that mean anymore <laughs> i mean no yeah, there was thing. all about like there were so many commercials about like minutes that you had to like for a di- yeah, long distance mci like, worldcom yes, like yes. it was a time there and was a time we um so we spent so much time on our phones mm-hmm. you know and on our landline phones <clears throat> and i used to get these crank i started getting these crank calls that would just like usually it was like people going like hello like is your refrigerator running you know whatever that kind of stuff or like <laughs> sexy noises like uh, uh, you know like stuff like <laughs> no, that sexy noises okay uh, uh. <laughs> that's what i make i don't know yeah how okay you have sex. Uh, mine are like yay yeah like yeah, ew. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but anyway it was um i started we started getting these crank calls that were like I would pick up like Obseo or like hello. Yeah. And it would just be like silent. And they'd be like, click. And then I would pick it up again like Obseo and then be like silent and then click. And it ca- it happened like maybe like three, four f- times. 
Okay. And I was thinking like, I was starting to get scared. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, like, is some is this like someone trying to like get into the house? Like, is you know like a killer or whatever? And, yeah. And the and it happened one more time, and I was so scared, I started screaming obscenities. I was like, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. I'm going to fucking kill you. If I ever fucking find out who you are, blah, blah. You know, like, it was just yeah. like, I didn't know how else to, like, I'll put my fear. fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they don't click up. And I start hearing, like, <laughs> like, hard breathing. And then I hear someone crying. Yeah. And I'm like hello and then i hear someone go oh my uh <gasps> and i'm like and i haven't talked to her in like six months at that time oh my god so i'm like breaking down yeah and i'm like what and i get arlen on the call my brother and yeah. she's on speaker and i'm crying i'm like where are you where are you yeah you know how come you haven't talked to me like yeah where have you been like this i've been in fucking hell yeah and um I don't know why I'm telling the story. I should have just told you about the set. But anyway, <clears throat> and I can't believe I didn't tell you this. So she fills us in and says um, she apologizes. Uh-huh. And she said, you know, she was just really upset. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know how to, like, process and blah, sure. blah, blah. Um, and then she says, like, um, uh, in truth, I actually never left. I couldn't go to Virginia so I drove, I moved half a mile away into a studio apartment and I've been living there for the last six months and I've been watching you guys from the corner, parked in the corner and watch you guys go to school every day. Oh <laughs> yeah. my I God. Like crazy. And I'm yeah. like crying. Yeah. I'm like, where are you? And she was like, come outside. And I go outside. She's on the corner in her like disgusting lime green Toyota Tercel. Mm-hmm. And um, that's her cell. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I know. And um, she told us she was she's been watching us go to school in the mornings before she goes to work, and she's been. Oh like, my god! So she actually had never left. And anyway, yeah. So like, there's more to the story, but I, I wasn't. I've never told this story out loud, and Creepy I started just like Look at this bawling. Like, yes, yeah. And like, I couldn't like. I've never cried in public like that or on stage without it being like manipulated as an actor. You know what I mean? Sure. Like me, myself, I never sure. had a reason to ball like that. And, yeah. and I just like lost it. And then like people in the crowd started like bawling and that oh made God. me ball. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I kept like apologizing. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this to you. And then I finished the story and it was great. But um, it was. Oh, my God, Peter. That's like yeah, so. Yeah. Tragic. Like Trump. Yeah. You know, yes. and it, it, it's a big part of my life that, you know, obviously it had a, we had a we have a beautiful ending, you know, like yeah. I, you know, my mom moved back in and everything mm-hmm. went great. So it's a happy ending. But it, that time was so hard. Yeah. And I I actually like encapsulated in within like the um the experience, the emotional disruption I have from that tercel. Yeah. 
I mean, that's your salad. It's the gloom's large. Yeah, I know. I know. And that's kind of kind of how I like um, encased it. Like I started with yeah. like how much awful shit happened on that turcel. Yes. But also it, it, it kind of like comes around with like the moment I was ha- so happy to see that turcel was yeah. that day my mom told me she never left and she was like, oh I understand. I mean, Isn't that so mellow? Like I, Korean That's drama? what I'm saying. That's like such a K-drama. Like what the fuck? We're living like, in a real, we're real people. You don't have to act like this. You don't There's have to no act one's, like this. Like, you, no, one, no one asked you to be this way. There are no cameras. No one is... Why do we have to... This is the the need to punish ourselves. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's and, the thing. But the thing is, I think my now as a 40-year-old man, I understand that like my mom was so ready for happiness mm-hmm. after 13 years of like absolute yeah. depression and of course. abuse. Yeah, 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 and I was the one that stood in the way. Was that Ajashi really going to bring her happiness? Guess what? Turns out that Ajashi, mm. we met because he sold me, he sold us our first IBM compatible computer. Remember those back in the <gasps> yes, day? Yes, I do. I do. From a storefront, computer yes, store. Of course. And then he moved down to Virginia. Uh-huh. Turns out he moved to Virginia because he was not a computer salesman. That was his front. And he was a CIA agent. And he was getting called back to Langley. <laughs> shut up (laughs) shut up so yeah he would have made her happy i think (laughs) the wife of a spy yeah i think that would have been pretty cool no you wouldn't have gone to you wouldn't have gone to bronx science no i know i (laughs) I mean my life would be so different i would be i would be a korean kid who grew up in virginia yes one of those (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how many of you are out there, but like, you know, it's definitively not in a New York experience. But yes. um, anyway, so I told that story and it ran like 20 minutes or something. And I it was like five minutes of crying. Like I couldn't like yeah. stop myself. But it also felt like. I apologized profusely, which sure. Holly was very upset at me. And she was like, do not don't ever fucking apologize. Like, yeah. why would you do that? Like, you're this is what we're here for. But, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be like in, in like an emotional terrorist and yes. be like, you, this is a Saturday night and I'm like fucking crying in front of you. Like, <laughs> you don't need group therapy. Like emotional love bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I closed it with a big joke. So, like, it. And there were a lot of jokes in between, you know, so like and uh, improvised jokes. So it was it was all great in that there was real pathos and also like real gut busting laughter. Mm -hmm. But um, if I did that at a comedy club, people would be like, I want to refund. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. I mean, some people, Peter, what you're describing is like what. I think it's like, like Hannah Gatsby. No, but it's like what you know? every single actor, what every single person that goes to experience art is really wants striving. to experience. Yeah, yes, was yes, stri- yes. is striving for like a real moment, a yes. real moment of vulnerability and revelation, right? And yes. that's like and something human, like universal. Yes, yeah. and you didn't even expect it. It was I wasn't, to yeah. you. It was. I mean, that's true. Like that's true. I mean, that's yeah. true. Like that's what I, Jet yes. said. I came up to her and I was like. Wow, that was a lot. She was like, "You must be buzzing right now," and I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, I am." She was, and I was like, 
that was terrifying. And she takes both of my hands. This is very jet. She takes yeah. both my hands, look into my eyes. She's like, we should all be terrified by our art. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet and weird. You know I what know. I mean? Yeah. I see, that's who she is. She's such yeah. a sweet word. One of my first teachers ever. Um, yeah. It, I, yes. In that it was an artist salon. Yeah, and in that space, I felt safe. And I mean, but what a gift to be surprised! But but what a gift to be surprised by yourself, like that's a gift. <sighs> I don't. It didn't feel like a gift. I'll oh, of course not. It of felt like a not. nightmare. The whole, yes, why, when the just, like tears then started coming, I couldn't like. But it's a gift to everyone. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Like I've I've witnessed that once before. It was at a spitballing where like this girl went up there and was it was supposed to be a she was trying out like a bit and like this idea as a stand up and she was going and working through like the fact that she was in love with her her girlfriend but that she couldn't imagine a life without having dick again. <laughs> And Peter, I, I love that. I it was that so, so funny. It was so funny, but this girl started to cry because she was like realizing that this she is has a to per- give up dick. dick. No, <laughs> no, that she know that she couldn't live her life with this woman because she needed to. Like she was gonna break up with her. She's realizing that on stage because oh. she needs dick, and it's like oh. funny and so real. And she starts crying, and then everyone is like watching her realizes she's having that moment of vulnerability Tri- and revelation yeah. yes. on stage in the moment and she's realizing it and it was such a one it's a gift it was a gift to us you gave a gift to those people how was it a gift to you what did it do for you just watching that that it was possible that so she went up there with this bit like planned out in her mind but because she was so open it went and vulnerable, so left because yeah. she was so open and vulnerable that she allowed herself to get there mm. and she was revealing something to herself and to us simultaneously yeah, yeah. There's yeah. nothing more vulnerable than that. I mean, like to show someone, to show someone your belly. It felt crazy. Yeah, to show someone yeah. your belly, and you've not even seen what your belly looks like. Yeah, exactly. You're seeing it at the same time. Same, same time. That's yeah, crazy. And that's the thing crazy. is, your perspective of it is different because you are wearing the belly. Yeah, exactly. And other right? people it's, are like, it's your oh, belly. That's a belly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you're see- you know what I mean? It's like it's so revealing. Yeah. So deeply it is. revealing. It was so scary. It was so scary, and I, I recorded it, and um, <laughs> this is a visual thing, so no one else will get this, but I want to show you. I literally printed this out. Yeah. Look at this font. Like oh, my God. 900 <laughs> font. Yeah, it's like I can't so fucking <laughs> read, right? Like, I had Truly? a whole thing ready, and then I got there, and I did this. Wow. <laughs> like. Yeah. Truly like serial killer. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I was like, oh, my God. I think this is what I'm going to do. And then just whatever. Anyway, but it did. You were you are correct in that it was a pretty revelatory experience. I had never, you know, I was crying in front of people I respect, which is like the most that's the worst. You know, if, okay. if you're crying around like people you, you don't care or you never see, it doesn't matter. But it was like people from yes. The Reckoning. Yes. You know, M- Michael Bryan was there doing a bit. Oh, my God. People be like, truly, he's one of like important persons. That's what yes. I mean. 
But okay, know, so like, Peter, do you want to know the same thing happened at this headlining set? I the reason why I did all new material was because Claire Mullaney was there, and she's one of those oh. first people like was in a was on a cool improv team when you started when you started comedy, and I you was wanted like, to impress her. I wanted to impress her, so I was uh-huh. like so out of my mind, and I literally that's why I, I didn't mention that part because it was too embarrassing. But like I literally was yeah. melting because <laughs> of a woman who the second I got on stage left. You know what I mean? <laughs> And you decided to just keep going anyway. Yeah, I was like, literally, I was like, I losing my mind, having a meltdown, and this, and a hundred percent. The second I got on stage, I was like referencing her set, like I was like trying to tie. Oh that's why I was like had such God, a hiccup because I was like trying so to. So funny. And she had left. She had left the second I got on stage, and I was like, and then Claire, like, what about this thing? And like, we can try this. And truly, she was not there. <laughs> 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 that is fucking It will fuck hilarious. you up. It is it is something about the eyes of people you respect. Absolutely that will fuck not. you up. It will fuck you up. It yes. And that's the reason why. And you know why? It's because we don't have parents that are proud of us. Right back to it. You see? This that's is why. I mean. This is why they should give us a prize for every time we do something well. All right. It's time for some sugar-free Red Bull. Mmm, skinny. I'll never not laugh at this. <laughs> Alex, can you make that into a sting so that we don't have to keep doing that? <laughs> um, anyway, so on Twitter this week, we there was a um, thing trending called hashtag gay awakening. Okay. Gay awakenings. And it's people were talking about like what their gay or queer o- awakenings were oh. uh, via like pop culture. So, okay. for yes. example, Jojo Siwa yes. um, said – her gay awakening was binge listening to Demi Lovato's 2015 song Cool for the Summer. God, people are too damn young. Like, they have to stop being too I, young. I know. I'm like, what? That, that's like, that's something within 2015. recent history. <laughs> like, I mean, like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that that's pandemic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, um, so everyone started, like, tweeting, like, who who was their gay awakening? Who was their gay There was a yeah. lot of gay awakening of um, that guy, that hot guy from... Um, uh, uh, Wizards of Waverly Place. Do you remember him? No, that's, I'm, I don't have cable. David Henry. You never had Disney Channel for your kids? No. I, anyway, my he had kids. A hu- he had a, no. uh, your kid or whatever. Yeah. He had a huge bulge. It was He's, hot. He only gets um, he gets an abacus. That's it. All right. Okay, you would know this. What about Justin Long and Jeepers Creepers? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, Justin Long so was as a general. Yes. It, he's a low key hottie. Yes. Um, a lot of women said, um, uh, what's her name, uh. Oh, Angelina, Angelina Jolie in Tomb Raider. Oh, okay. for me, it was Hackers. Oh, Hackers for sure. That was yes. definitely a queer awakening. And and Jenny um, Miller. Yes, absolutely. Whatever yes. happened to him? Um, some people <laughs> said um, Brendan Fraser in Georgia the Jungle or Jungle to Jungle or whatever, Tarzan. Okay. Um, so anyway, there was a lot of things, all very like recent stuff. Some people said Dr. Steamy from McSteamy. Dr. Sloan from like when he comes out of the shower or whatever. Um, He was hot. Anyway, so I thought about mine and I wanted to ask you about yours. Okay. So mine was because I I grew up watching like K-dramas and like tapes, you know, like Mm -hmm. um, from Korean videotape stores. Yes. Um, So we didn't have cable or anything. So we didn't watch other like American stuff. No. Uh, But I remember distinctly watching Dragon Ball Z, the anime. Mm Mm-hmm. And being so attracted to how like buff 
the men were like yes. they they were they had like 18 packs and like yeah. huge packs and muscles and goku i would draw in my little composition notebook <laughs> like i would draw goku naked <laughs> and then i remember this exact film strip it was it was like a three panel scene and it was goku and some guy at the arcade mm-hmm. and like i guess goku was at the arcade for i i, I spent a lot of time at the arcade so like and goku um was like, hey, do you have a quarter? And the other, I guess that other guy was me. And I go, of course, right here. And then Goku proceeds to, in the third panel, um, take all his clothes off and bend over. And the other and character put the puts the quarter in his pocket. <laughs> and I think I was like nine years old. <laughs> like ten years old. I'm out here drawing like a coin sodomy. <laughs> My parents went to Atlantic City a lot, so you know, like I'm obsessed it, with slot machines. Put it in anyway. the slot, baby. Put it in the slot. Put it in the slot and pull my lever. Um anyway, so that was my like fucking <laughs> so crazy i know <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me <laughs> all the other kids are like let's go play football and i'm like nope no. i'm gonna draw, draw. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna draw smut <laughs> coin based sodomy yeah <laughs> still illegal in 48 out of 50 states um <laughs> Oh my god, Peter. And of course, like a live action awakening for me was none other than AC Slater from um uh, uh Save by the Bell. Bell. Yes, Mario Lopez and his little his little curly rat tail and his like little gym shorts. And he always uh, wore shirts really wide open. Really low. Yes. Like, Cuz it was like the wrestling singlet vibe. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. He Ugh. was a man. Oh, a little fucking hot little mm. Yes. You know, I was always this. Mine are 100. percent I was very into Archie comics, and it's 100 percent that. I was like oh. that whole. Were you little, to Veronica? Like, I was Veronica, Betty, Betty, like the whole thing, like with like Archie and the redhead. Like mm. I think all of it makes sense why I was like into it because I was never like. It, it was never I, I, the the fact that I was so into it was never just because. Of Archer, it was like it's like the whole thing, like all of it. The fact that it was so incestuous and like yeah. oh, it's a it's a poly, it's a, you know what? It's the original Polly, Polly couple. <laughs> sure, they're they're the they're fir- swinging. They're swinging. yeah, they're swinging, yeah. and it's like it's, and like there's and like in comic to comic, it'll switch who he's mm-hmm. with. Anyways, yeah. um, my queer awakening is 100 percent uh, Anna Green Gables. I mean, that's it. Like Anna Green Gables. <laughs> It's like the CBC production of it, Anna Green Gables. These like two girls are clutching their um, books and their hands to their bosoms, their bosom buddies, their kindred uh-huh. spirits. They're they're laying down in a field talking about their dreams. She's smart. She's beautiful. Like what are you talking? But about? they were never. So was it like queer undertones for that, or was it you just took best friendship and made it into something dark? Yeah, like yeah. It's me. What are you talking about? Like. What, <laughs> Like, the, the, if you ask any sort of, like, young queer woman, it's like, yeah, she has a really close best friend that, yeah. like, she just loves so much. I just love you so much. And that was, like, what are 
are you talking about? The intense girl with the best friend. <laughs> yes. She's like, you're my you're best the brown friend. hair girl so next to Apple yes. Martin. <laughs> I just love you so much. And yeah. I don't know why I don't know why you have to be so into boys. Like <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to talk to any boys. Let me chop off my hair. I could be a boy. Like, it's just like every single time. When I look back on stuff, it's just like I wish, wishing I had the language for things. Because truly, it was just me being like, why do I love my friends so much yeah. and they don't love me back? I'm loyal. <laughs> That's a, to a T. And like me just having to make up the, a boy that I would be into. And 100%, yeah. like, when I look back at like all of the, like, when everyone was into NSYNC, like every, all, every single girl uh-huh. would like pick a person to be really into. It'd be yeah. Jay, uh, Justin Timberlake or Jay-Z uh, Chazé. I was Lance Bass. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just like, ah, okay, I'll take this of one. Like, the, yeah, you know the I mean? the clearly gay one. Gay one. But I was like, yeah, I'll take this one. And yeah. it just like made no sense, like because it was. Like, I was like, I'll take Chris Kirkpatrick. Yeah. Like, no one's taking him. No one's claiming him. <laughs> like I just exactly. I was just like, whatever. I don't. I, I don't like any. These are like all grown men. We're fifteen. Like who cares? Like, yeah. What's going Where, on? Where's me? the girl my age that I could yeah. obsess over? <laughs> <laughs> and it's always that girl that was really into this thing. So I'd be like, okay. I mean, truly, like, my, those are my queer, like, whatever, yeah. awakening. Was that 100% Anna Green Gables? Like, uh-huh. it created this template for me. And, like, I just never, never forget, like, um, I was dedicating one of my poetry books to my best friend at the time. Mm. And I was reading it out loud to her, but the dedication I had written. Oh, my God. Exactly. This That's, is what, so she bad. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. At the end of that, she was just like, uh, th- don't you think this is a little much? Yeah. <laughs> do you think that people will get the wrong idea? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> um, I can't do this. I like dick. And then she starts crying. <laughs> All right, guys, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.